0: Welcome to episode 6 of News of the Nerd, the podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, video games, comic books and anything else remotely nerdy. I am Ben and I am here with my brother slash co-host, Jason. Hello, how are we doing? I'm good, it's nice to talk to you again after like 10 minutes but. (laughs) We are doing a news episode today, news, recommendations, what we've been doing, just that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, we are. There's, it's been it's been a minute since we've done a uh, since we've covered the news because uh, you've been away for a week and then we've had our Black Panther episode. Uh, so yeah, there's there's quite a lot of news to get through.
0: Uh, yeah, there is. I will take it away as this week's host. Um, so, staff, I'll go into TV first because that's my first on my list. So, this is one I am super excited for. Star Wars The Acolyte series, which is set in the High Republic era, has announced its full cast and has begun production. Begun? Began? Beginning? Begun. Production. Beginning production. And I'm so excited for it because we've not had anything High Republic. There are a few... So if you've watched Squid Games... Lee Jung-jae is in it, the guy oh, who yeah. plays the main character in Squid Games. He's in there. carrie Ann Moss from The Matrix oh, is wow. in there. Um, and then there's a few just kind of not so much well-known people in there. So you've got Amanda Sternberg, Manager Kinto, Daphne Keane, jo- Jody Turner-Smith, Rebecca Henderson, Charlie Barnett, and Dean Charles Chapman.
1: Okay. So so the acolyte is... so. so... You know, remind me, what is this? What is the Acolyte?
0: So, I, as far as I'm aware, they haven't announced who the Acolyte is. Um, But it's set in a time when the Jedi Order was at its strongest in the time of the High Republic. Okay. So long before Darth Sidious or anything, it's like hundreds of years before The Phantom Menace.
1: Okay, so the only time we've really seen live action, um, like a, a proper functioning Jedi Council, was right at the end of that, wasn't it? That, in, in the prequels.
0: Yeah, kind of, but it still weren't nothing like what it is going to be in this. Okay, um, that's cool. So this period's been explored in comics and novels, and it is a great time period.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I do sometimes find the Star Wars show's a bit of a slog to get through. I like I enjoy them, but I find them hard going at the same time. Like you you've got to be in the right mindset for it because you you can't be half watching it. I've still not got through Andor. Uh, I'm not up to date with Andor. I think I've watched about 4 of those. Yeah, I'm about same on that. But I have seen some really big uh, like reactions to it and I I want to get up to date because by all accounts it is it's great and I enjoyed what I saw. It's just uh it's just feeling in, in the right frame of mind to to sit and take it all in.
0: Yeah, so the synopsis biopsis that they've released for this um makes me very intrigued for this. So I'll read it out to you. The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. A former Padawan reunites with her Jedi Master to investigate a series of crimes, but the forces they confront are more sinister than they ever anticipated. Which, it, it gets me excited for this, to be fair. And I've always wanted high a High Republic era live action because I just love that time. Um, and it's things where, like, the Sith was big and things like that, but, like the rule of two... With Darth Bane, Darth Nihilus, and things like that. Yeah. Um, there's there's one Sith, and I just hope that there's mention, or at least in there, is a Sith called Darth Treyer. And what she did, she did she had three lightsabers, and she just only fought with them using the Force, never used oh, okay. used the hand. Just had them like in the air. In the air. That's cool. Which which is really really cool. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Do you want me to go through all my TV news, then you go?
1: I've got some that might be related, because oh, I've got some Star cool. Wars news.
0: Is it... So, let me... Where's...
1: Oh, potential Star Wars news. It's Lucasfilm news.
0: So, this might link in... So, I'll say it, because it is linked. So, Sean Levy, um, who was the producer behind Free Guy, yeah. and also Stranger Things is developing a feature film for Lucasfilm um, and possibly to direct. Okay. We don't know what it could be yet. We we don't know. Um, But at the minute, he's just got a full plate with Deadpool 3.
1: Yeah, we're going to say he's the guy that's doing Deadpool 3, isn't he? And, yeah, so did he... I think he's worked with, with Ryan Reynolds quite a bit, so he did Free Guy. And did he do that other one as well where, you know, like... Ryan Reynolds goes back in time and meets young Ryan Reynolds and they have Ryan Reynolds' adventures together.
0: Oh, what is that called? Cause that that was quite a good film. And there is a like lightsabery kind of thing in that. Mm. Uh, but no, yeah, it's a good film. I, I'm not sure if he did that. I just know that he did do Free Guy, which I thought was a great film. I actually really enjoyed that. Cause it it was, was
1: a fun film.
0: Yeah. Um, and then Stranger Things, which is obviously amazing. So it gives me hope for a Star Wars movie coming from him producing it but also maybe directing it
1: yeah yeah could be cool um so no the the lucasfilm news that i've got is that uh, a few days ago studio ghibli who is the japanese animation studio um very highly acclaimed they've done films like spirited away and my neighbor Totoro. yep um they tweeted a short video which was Basically the Lucasfilm logo and then the Studio Ghibli logo. Okay. So that's that's all that has been put out, but that does seem to confirm that Studio Ghibli and Lucasfilm are working together on something.
0: Some sort of anime.
1: I would assume it's a Star Wars anime. Um but who knows? Like it could be something to do with uh Indiana Jones, it could be something to do with Dark Crystal. Yeah. Um it you know. It's not necessarily Star Wars, but obviously, when people think of Lucasfilm, Star Wars is the property that springs to mind.
0: Yeah, cause I've I've not actually watched this yet, but the Tales from the Jedi that's now out on Disney Plus that we spoke about a few episodes ago.
1: Yeah, I've watched. I think I've watched three episodes.
0: I've not started yet. I'm gonna watch it later.
1: And I, I've really enjoyed what I've seen so far.
0: Okay, that makes me happy because I know that. I'm very into Star Wars. You're not as much. Um, So that gives me a lot of hope for it, to be fair.
1: Hi, Jason from the future here. Just dropping in as I'm editing this episode to let you know that after we recorded, it was revealed that the collaboration between Lucasfilm and Studio Ghibli is a short film featuring Grogu. It's called Zen, Grogu and Dust Bunnies. So nowhere near as exciting as what we were hoping, but there you go. Zen, Grogu and Dust Bunnies is streaming now on Disney+. Plus. Right, back to past Jason. The other bit of Lucasfilm news I've got isn't Star Wars, uh, but I'm going to use that as a segue. Uh, Variety has reported that Lucasfilm and uh, Walt Disney Studios are working on a new Indiana Jones TV show for Disney+. Plus. Okay. We don't know... Any further details. Um, they might not have been fully decided yet. We don't know if this is gonna be a you know, Harrison Ford led TV show. I can't imagine it would be. We don't know if it's gonna be a prequel, young Indiana Jones, or if it's gonna be a sequel where he's, you know, past the torch or a spin off or what, but the the information Something's we have there. is yeah, Lucasfilm and uh, Walt Disney are, are working on a on an Indiana Jones TV show. Which oh, okay. feels like it could be a really fun uh, Adventure of the Week type show.
0: Yeah. Uh, um,
1: obviously, we know that Indiana Jones 5 is coming out, uh, so I would imagine that whatever happens in that will uh, will set up this show.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm kind of excited for Indiana Jones 5. I'm just hoping it redeems itself from Crystal Skull.
1: Can't be much worse, can it?
0: No, not really. The next bit of TV news I've got, and this is another thing that I am so excited for, is to do with Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Okay. Which is due to come out in 2024 on Disney+. Plus. So we've still got a, lot, a, a way, way. But they have announced that they have cast three more Greek gods. They won't tell us who, um, but they have revealed that they have cast um, the big three. So Hades, Poseidon and Zeus have been cast, so they've found who they want to play. But they
1: haven't said who they are.
0: They won't say who they are yet.
1: Okay. Um, I saw something about this. I'm sure I saw, and I can't remember who it was now, but they definitely announced who was playing Hermes.
0: So they have. That is my next piece of news linking to it, and I'm excited for this because I love him. Lin-Manuel Miranda yes. is playing Hermes.
1: Lin-Manuel Miranda can do no wrong in my eyes.
0: Honestly, he just does everything so well.
1: I love Hamilton. I, I love um, the other thing. <laughs> what was the other thing that he did? In the Heights. In the Heights. I can't remember its name, but I loved it.
0: <laughs> I, he's just great. Hermes was always meant to be kind of whimsically uh, as a courier. Whimsical. Whimsical. Like, do you know what I mean? Now, and I feel Hermes... like he can do that quite well.
1: Hermes is the god who... Um...
0: Delivers post.
1: No, he, he just comes and gives you a piece of card... To let you know that he's visited, but doesn't actually give you anything. He doesn't give you, the, the, you know, what he was meant to bring you. He just brings, puts a little slip of card through your door, and then.
0: Uh, and he gently dr- strokes the door to knock.
1: Drives away before you can get out the shower.
0: Flies away with his little. No, we know he's, he's got a van. His ankle wings. We get, we get him, we get him more ankle wings. Yeah. Can never have too many ankle wings.
1: Yeah, it's the next big craze. Yeah. An- ankle wings in every film.
0: I wonder if scrolls have ankle wings.
1: But they disguise them as ankles.
0: <laughs> they scroll ankles. Um and then the last bit of TV news I've got and this has been 25 years in the making. Ash Ketchum has finally <laughs> won the Pokemon League. So he's won the World- Pokemon World Championship.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Uh spoilers for Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, it's been a long time since I've watched uh, the Pokemon animated series, but I've seen on Twitter that that he's finally won it. I saw a picture of him with his Pokemon. Uh, he's got none of his, his original lineup that I remember apart from Pikachu. Like, if he'd not got rid of that Butterfree back in Series 1, he'd have won the Pokemon League years ago. <laughs> that Butterfree was the best Pokemon he ever had.
0: It is... Wrapped in controversy, though, um, and a lot of people go through it and saying the the Pokemon competition structures is an absolute shambles, and it's meaningless to declare a world champion because there's no singular Pokemon League. Instead, each region having its own Pokemon League.
1: Yeah, so what we'll do next is like a champion of champions thing where Ash has to go and fight the champions from different regions. Surely that's that's the logical next step.
0: But the Pokemon World Championship tends to be bigger than the leagues themselves. Yeah. That's kinda like the champion of champ that's where everyone from the leagues goes and competes. Um but I just think it's after twenty five years he's actually won something massive. Um and he did it with so the final battle was Pikachu defeated a Charizard. Obviously. Yep. Uh, he did it with Gengar.
1: Gengar's great. I look Gengar's.
0: I love Gengar. One of my favourite it- Pokemon. Very popular, and I think from the start because it used to be the intro to. Um, was it on Blue and Red, or was it just from Leaf Green? Because I know it was uh, like the intro to Leaf Green and Fire Red was. A Gengar and a Nidoran Fire. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I think it was on the original cartridges as well.
0: Was it? Whereas yeah. A,
1: a Gengar. Was it, was
0: it a Geng? yeah. Gengar? Yeah. Gengar
1: and a Nidoran, Nidor, Nidoran. Nidorino or something, I think. Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, but, yeah. I think it's one of my favourite from uh, from Gen 1.
0: Yeah. Then he had a Dragonite, a surfetch which is the evolved form of farfetch
1: Yep. I've got one of them on Pokemon Go.
0: Um, He had a... I need help remembering the name. Riolu's evolved form. With the spikes on the hands, the blue dog thing.
1: Oh, Lucario, yeah.
0: He had a Lucario, and he had a Zillafish. I think it is called.
1: Okay, I don't know that one.
0: Um, but yeah, that was his his team. Um, and he's finally done it.
1: Brilliant. Uh, so, did you say that's all your TV news?
0: That's all my TV news. Yes.
1: I've got some pretty big ones here. Um, some are, you know, not official, but may as well be. Um, let, let's go with uh, some, there's some recent Agatha Coven of Chaos casting. Okay. Try saying that after a drink. Coven of Chaos casting. I don't know why they didn't call this Agatha all along. It, I, <laughs> that, that's what I'd have called the show anyway. So they released quite a bit of casting. I'm going to go in order of, um, excitement, Okay. for uh for these casting announcement. So the first one is uh someone called Shashia Zamata. It apparently um is someone that's been on Saturday night live. Uh Americans might know who she is, we don't we don't really do Saturday night live over here. The next is uh an actress called Ali Arn, who she's best known uh, as she played Susanna Wu in Raising Dion. I don't know if you ever watched Raising Dion.
0: I think I have.
1: Um, she's also been in a few episodes of Supernatural and uh, Orange Is the New Black. Um, we've got Maria Dizier, who played Laurie in The Staircase. Did you watch The Staircase for recent dramatization of the documentary?
0: No, I didn't.
1: Uh, well, she so she plays the sister of uh, of the woman who died. Uh, in that, um, there's no, there's no roles with any of who's, these either. Who's
0: that, Maria Dizia? Yeah, I think I do know who she is. Yeah,
1: there's no roles with either of these, but they are like almost all women. So I can only imagine that this is the coven. Yeah. So the next one is Joe Locke, who is a recent breakout star from Heartstopper. Did you watch Heartstopper?
0: I've not, but I know who you're on about.
1: Heartstopper was a great little Netflix show. uh, The love story, two boys that meet in school, and I think they're only like half-hour episodes as well, so it was just an easy watch. Yeah. Uh, And he was great in that. Uh, Rumours are that he's possibly playing Wiccan, uh, who is Billy Maximoff, one of Wanda's sons. So, I mean, we'll see what happened there. I kind of wasn't expecting them to come back after Doctor Strange, but we'll see. We're getting towards the, the, the more excited end of the list now. We've got Emma Caulfield is returning, reprising her role as Dottie from uh One Division. Yeah. Um and
0: then is the one more.
1: She was Anya in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, if you don't know who she is. Yep, yeah, but one more, and that is Aubrey Plaza.
0: I'm very excited for her.
1: Aubrey Plaza She's a great actress. Um people... like my
0: future wife.
1: People know her from Parks and Rec, Legion, Scott Pilgrim, and lots more.
0: She's great. She was great in... Oh, my God, what was it called? Legion.
1: Yeah, she was. She, she was good was in Legion. She was
0: great in Legion. Um, She was in... Dirty Grandpa?
1: Yeah, that was terrible. I saw that at the cinema, and just like everyone else in there was like waiting themselves laughing and I was just like what is this shit
0: I liked it
1: uh but she she is someone that uh I've got some like fan casting for I'll come back to her later okay I'm not usually very good at fan casting but this is one that I've been thinking about and uh yeah I think she'd be she'd be great for a role um that's a little tease Okay, more TV news. Ryan Coogler's production company, which is called Proximity Media, is currently developing multiple series set in Wakanda for Disney Plus.
0: Okay, multiple,
1: multiple series. So you know, we might all, not all get made. I would imagine that Disney have asked for a series set in Wakanda, so they're putting together multiple different pictures.
0: I want an Mbaku series.
1: I would love an Mbaku series.
0: Uh, do you know what I'd love? I'd just love a day-to-day series.
1: I'd love an anthology series set in Wakanda, so you could just have a different a different corner of Wakanda every episode. So maybe just, one episode, you like just, have... just
0: a random Dora Milaje story. Yeah. yeah,
1: you have a Dora Milaje story. Next episode, you have a you know a a a farmer who uses vibranium tools to 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 grow his crop and and how his life is.
0: I think that'd be really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would be good. I'd uh, I'd like to see that. So, something that we've known is happening for a while, although you know, Marvel have not officially confirmed this, but it's uh, an open secret at this point. Is Wonder Man? There is a Wonder Man Disney Plus series in development, um, and it appears that Yahya Abdul Mateen the Second has been cast or is very close to being cast as Wonderman, aka Simon Williams. Um if you don't know, uh Abdul mateen uh was Black Manta in Aquaman.
0: Oh yeah. Um so yeah and I,
1: I think he's great. And he's, I think got he's got a great name. Great yeah, Yaya Abdul mateen the second. Like the second makes it doesn't <laughs> it? Uh but yeah so he's set to play Wonderman i don't know a lot about wonder man other than like he's overpowered as fuck <laughs> um he's he a wonder so uh, he's got like super strength super speed um stamina he, uh, and then i think i think in later comics he he has energy based powers as well so uh, he can he can like shift into an energy state or uh you know like affect things on an atomic level a bit dr manhattan okay in fact Yahya abdul mateem II, second i don't know if you watched the Do- the, the watchmen hbo series he no, played I didn't watch the
0: series now
1: he played dr manhattan in the series
0: okay so the, he's already played a role very similar to it
1: yeah apparently he can he can alter his own physical shape and size and all that kind of thing is he as well. A uh possibly. Something else this isn't recent news but I feel like just while we're talking about Wonder Man it's worth pointing out um so Simon Williams is a a Hollywood actor and then he you know gets the, the Wonder Man powers and becomes a superhero but originally in his uh, civilian life he's an actor. Uh and tying into that is that Ben Kingsley is set to reprise his role as whatever his name is.
0: What's his name? The...
1: It's not Ver. It's not the Mandalorian. Uh, the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, Ben Kingsley's set to appear as the Mandalorian.
0: Is uh, is set to appear as the Mandarin?
1: No, he's not because he's not the Mandarin. Trevor Slattery.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just, just but... come to me. Yeah, but he was he was the, um, well, he wasn't, but he...
1: Well, exactly. He's not the Mandarin. He was pretending to be.
0: I love Ben Kingsley. Um, quick fact, he was on a game called Actoral the other day. What is that? So basically, it gives you a list of every movie an actor or actress has been in. Okay. But every letter is X'd out, apart from punctuation.
1: Right. Oh, it's, it's just like a Wordle type...
0: Kind of. And basically, you enter an an actor or actress, and if they're in one of those movies, it'll tell you what that movie was. It gives you the genre of them as well um, before you guess anything. But it'll also give their age, and it'll tell you if the age is higher or lower.
1: Okay. Okay, more more Marvel TV news. So this is one I'm surprised you've not mentioned. It can only be that you haven't heard about this. Um, But... Apparently, Marvel are currently developing a show called Vision Quest.
0: I've not heard this.
1: And Vision Quest is going to focus on White Vision. After. Yeah, the white version of Vision that was introduced in WandaVision, um, trying to regain his memory and humanity. Paul Bettany is expected to reprise his role and... While it isn't yet official, Elizabeth Olsen is expected to appear. As Wonder Maximoff, so she's alive. Well, you know, it could just be—it could be flashbacks.
0: It could, but I—I I can't see them ending her character like that.
1: No, I think she will be back at some point. I don't know if she'll be back in this, as, you know, as the you know herself. Um, but White Vision was kind of created from her subconscious yeah so maybe maybe there's a bit of her in him and
0: or maybe maybe he could sense that she was in danger bringing the thing down
1: oh you think he's he's rescued her from the mountain
0: yeah as she was bringing it down that's very exciting though uh I've, i've i've we've been saying for a while we want more vision I think when we last episode when we were talking about reprising roles I think he was one of the yeah. one of my main ones.
1: I'm surprised it's taken this long. Like from the end of WandaVision and um, like just nothing's nothing's yeah. been announced about him at all. I expected some sort of cameo in Doctor Strange that never happened. Uh so yeah, I am glad that they are still still developing the Vision character. Paul Bettany's coming back, but yeah, the the Elizabeth Olsen news was something that I wasn't expecting.
0: No, me neither. But I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about that.
1: Where do you take that character now, of uh, of Scarlet Witch? Down the redemption road, i I'd, I'd can, say. Can you redeem her? After Doctor Strange, can you redeem that character? Is she too far gone? Like, she killed a lot of people, across a lot of universes, and. Was really truly brutal.
0: Everyone deserves redemption. She
1: snapped Professor X's neck.
0: She unravelled Reed Richards. Oh yeah, but it, it were a shit Reed Richards anyway. Hey, don't diss John Krasinski.
1: No, nothing against John, John Krasinski. It's just not Reed Richards.
0: He is. But yeah, I think she. I can. I think she'd be able to redeem herself. I think it'd be a long road, but I think it's possible.
1: I don't know. Like, she, you would imagine, should be incarcerated, but how do you keep somebody that powerful? You don't exactly. So we'll see anyway. Uh, where that goes, I, I've got a feeling it's going to be it's going to be flashbacks, and we we see maybe more of their developing relationship.
0: Yeah. Is that any more TV news from you? Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's Marvel TV done, I believe. But what I do have is uh, Westworld has sadly been cancelled after four series.
0: I stopped watching that after the third season.
1: So that was the one where they first like left the park altogether, wasn't it?
0: Maybe, maybe the second. Because I, f- I felt like it started going really slow.
1: I I really loved Westworld even you know the third and fourth series didn't get anywhere near the same praise but I was still really enjoying it it did start to feel like it was losing what originally made it so good but yeah I'm disappointed it's ending I I wanted I wanted them to get at least a series to wrap it up but it looks like that's not going to be happening the fourth series kind of ends on the promise that they're going to go back to Westworld and this might not have been the plan, but it felt to me like they were going one last series. One last series, we're going back to Westworld to finish it off in style. Six seasons and a movie. Well, no, four seasons. And...
0: Spoilers for Westworld, by the way.
1: Yeah, well, if you've not caught up with Westworld now, then uh, you're probably not going to, are you? So, yes, very disappointed. Um, And at its peak in the first two series... Westworld was one of the best shows of recent times. It was really, really brilliant. And
0: season one were great.
1: Yeah, it was one of those shows that that posed some deep questions about the the nature of life and what it is to be human, what it means to be alive. It's sad that it's been cancelled, but at the same time, I understand why. Like its ratings had really, really dropped in uh, in recent series. So next for TV from a cancellation to some happier news Sandman has been renewed for series 2.
0: Okay. I've not actually watched it yet.
1: Have you not? No. Oh my god Ben you need to watch it. Is it good? Yeah, I loved it. So uh I've I've not read all of the Sandman comic books but I've uh I've got like the first uh, collected volume and I've listened to the free Sandman Audible productions that have been put out uh i've just a couple of days ago actually finished sandman act Three from audible uh I, if you like audiobooks and audio dramas i would highly recommend those but yeah it's it seems to have taken netflix a long time to renew uh i was expecting this news a while ago and when it didn't come i kind of assumed that they weren't gonna renew it but yeah um Neil Gaiman the other day confirmed that uh, Netflix has indeed renewed Sandman for a second series. Um, and I'm really looking forward to... Because I know what's coming from from listening to The Audible, there's some, some of the scenes and some of the characters that will be turning up, I can't wait to see on the screen. And it, mostly the rest of The Endless. So... Uh, if you you've not watched Sandman and you've not read Sandman, you've not listened to the Audible, uh, so you might not know Sandman is about the character of Dream, who is one of seven Endless,
0: like Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, and all that.
1: It's a bit of a spoiler who one of them is, so I won't mention that. Jack Um so. but no, so they all begin with a D. So you've okay. got Dream, Death, Desire was uh, was in Series One, and Death was in Series One. And so was dis- Despair was in, uh, the other two who will uh, presumably be cast for Series 2 are Delirium.
0: Uh, okay. And if if anyone's got a head of steam near them, try Delirium Red. It's £9 a pint. Wow. It's, you have one, it's like you've had four.
1: What What is it? What's it taste Cherry. like? Cherry. Oh, okay
0: is how I would probably describe it. It's really nice, actually. Yeah, but it's no, the, expensive. Uh,
1: there's, there's one called Timmermans that I, I have in uh, one of the pubs in town that's a strawberry beer, which is really nice. Uh, that's about a five or a pint, though. Um, Anyway, yeah, so the two left to be cast... Delirium. ...are Delirium and uh, Destiny.
0: Oh, Destiny. I feel like Destiny was probably one of the most powerful.
1: Uh, Kind of, yeah, but is more a, an observer and like the watcher. Yeah. So
0: powerful but just won't but, intervene.
1: Yeah. But knows how things will play out. Um doesn't push them one way or the other. But yeah. Pretty much knows knows the roads that must oh, be walked yeah. down. Um and Delirium is the person is the role that I thought would be great for Audrey Plaza.
0: Okay. I can see that. I can see that because so that's kind of like the role she did play in Legion, kind of.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's uh, what kind of made me made me think of her for it was uh, her role in Legion. In Destiny, I really don't know who I'd cast um, for the live action. Idris Elba. Uh, in the Audible, he's voiced by Jeffrey Wright. Okay. Who was? Uh, who is Bernard in in Westworld? If you've seen that, yeah. if not, he's he's Jim Gordon in the new Batman, and he's the voice of the Watcher in What If?
0: I feel like that's why I said Idris Elba because it's that deep.
1: It needs someone with presence, yeah, and majesty. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to
0: Morgan Freeman
1: to seeing more of Sandman and. And the endless and uh, Gwendoline Christie was in series one as Lucifer. And if if the TV show goes the same way, which I imagine it will, then there will be more of Gwendoline Christie as Lucifer in series two. Um, but yeah, like w- without giving giving anything away, I have, there's some some scenes that I'm already already looking forward to in my head. I hope it doesn't disappoint. I hope I don't build it up too much because uh, presumably it's a while away yet yeah but yeah i would highly recommend watching sandman
0: yeah i need to watch it it does look good
1: and i think i only have one other piece of tv news and that is that a trailer was released for the witcher blood origin for netflix i have seen this so this is a four-part special series yeah i think it said and it's premiering on christmas day Okay. I'm sure it said 25th of December on the trailer. Maybe I imagined that, but, uh, yeah, starring uh, Michelle Yeoh, who's uh, recently had a critical acclaim from Everything Everywhere All at Once.
0: And she was in something we were talking about the other episode. Um, I can't remember what, but she, what we were talking about her.
1: She was in Shang-Chi, is that what you're thinking?
0: Maybe. Might be that. But, yeah, I think... I'm excited for that. I like anything The Witcher. I'm still salty about the actor change, but yeah. apparently there is more behind that than him just wanting to go to Superman. Um, so I've heard that apparently there was he wasn't happy with the direction that was taking him because Henry Cavill is a massive fan of The Witcher, like the games, the books... And he wasn't happy with the way they were taking Geralt. Um, And he even changed the spoilers for The Witcher if you've not seen it. And if you haven't, I hate you. Um, But the scene where Roach dies, apparently Henry Cavill changed that himself because he just wasn't happy with the way they were portraying it.
1: Yeah, I've heard that as well. I'm never sure.
0: But he had said in an interview that he wasn't, he had like without specifically saying it he was saying that about the direction they take it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes these rumours could just be a random person on Twitter saying, I've heard this and it spirals yeah. out of control. So which is why I'm always um a bit dubious about reporting on rumours and things unless it's unless it's been reported by somewhere reputable. Um but uh yeah, it it does seem it does seem to be that there is a bit more a bit more going on than just he wants to be Superman. I did see a petition. Did you see the petition? The, the people were petitioning Netflix, asking them to replace the writers of the show instead of Henry Cavill.
0: <laughs> the show. Which
1: seems ridiculous to me. Like if you enjoyed that show, just because you don't see the writers on screen does not mean that they aren't a big part of oh, what no, makes obviously. it good. So yeah, I think people think that because Henry Cavill's who they see on screen and they like him as Geralt that he's the reason that the show's good and
0: he's a main he's a main factor.
1: There's a, a there's a lot more people working on that show than just him. And yeah. you shouldn't yeah. get shouldn't get too hung up on on him as the character like
0: we'll just have to see what um I'm
1: sure it can work without him
0: the lesser Hemsworth brother can do. Yeah. So I've got some gaming news. So Hogwarts Legacy. Ugh. <laughs> Don't make that noise. Why? Because I'm so excited for it. So Hogwarts Legacy, which is due to launch in February 2023, um, Avalanche Software have released gameplay, and it looks incredible. It really does. It looks graphically incredible, and it looks like a really good style of gameplay. Like, you can ride a Hippogriff. Who doesn't want to ride a Hippogriff? The only thing is, so, there is the choice between being a, a dark wizard or a, a good wizard. The thing about being a dark wizard is, you would have to have the DLC to be a dark wizard.
1: Right, okay.
0: And be able to cast, like, dark spells like vada cadaver and things like that um but from the gameplay i'm really excited it looks really good it looks like there's a lot of customization available do you know with like your broomstick your wand yeah looks like you can you can choose all that like you can choose your house and things like that um so it is looking really good like open world very um very late new assassin's creed style i would say do you know where uh, it's open world but you walk in and there's a group these groups you walk into an area these groups are enemies and then it turns into a very different style of combat a different style
1: of combat to when you're not in combat
0: no to how it it was on the older okay assassin's creeds like the the combat that i saw kind of reminded me of a uh... Like a bloodborne Dark Souls kind of combat. Like an Eld Elder Elden Ring okay. style of combat. But it's open world and the exploration looks really good. Um so I'm really excited for it.
1: Okay, well I mean personally, I'm not gonna be spending my money on anything that that puts money in JK Rowling's pocket.
0: Well, no, I know you don't like it, but the the content is like Harry Potter is great. The story is great. The movies, I love the movies. and um, I've just rewatched all of them. My yearly thing to do, and it's going to be coming to Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS5, PS4, and PC, and then also later in the year, but they don't know when, it'll be coming to Nintendo Switch. Um, and then the other bit of gaming news I've got is to do with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Um, so, the Battle Pass for so Warzone 2 is due to come out on the 16th, um, and the Battle Pass is due to start then. After that, it's looking like there's going to be a paid DLC for extra maps, extra content, extensions to the campaign, um, uh, weapons, and it's possible because they're gonna add zombies into that but we're not sure yet and also for the battle pass itself so it looking it's looking like you're gonna to have to buy it's gonna be about eight eighty dollars as well so it's looking like you're gonna to have to basically buy the game again but they are gonna double the size of the game essentially you
1: know i'm old enough to remember when dlc first started to become a thing and it was generally like a game was released and then a year later, it'd be like, oh, we, like, we released the game and then kept working on it, and we've made some more game for you that you can buy. It really fucks me off that now they know what the DLC is before they've even released the game. Like, you can buy the DLC before the game, like, as, as soon as the game's out, the DLC's there. It's like, so, if, so this if is that's gonna already be- created, if that's if that's already made for the game, that should be part of the base game.
0: So this was released after the game came out, as in Modern Warfare 2, and it's not due for a, a while. Okay. But it's still a, a a big prize for a DLC. I
1: thought you was I thought you were saying Modern Warfare 2 was something new.
0: So it is. Okay. Fairly. So it actually got released at the start of this month.
1: You're right. So it's so it's come out this month.
0: Yeah. That's
1: it's just I, you know I'm just making a, a general statement on the the state of gaming. It just. Yeah. It annoys me when you see these packs where it's like, you know, pre-order this game and you can get this extra stuff, you can get these extra levels, you can get these extra... And it's like, I shouldn't have to pay extra for stuff that should be just in the game.
0: Yeah. No, I get that. Like the Hogwarts Legacy one. You should be able to choose between a light wizard and a dark wizard anyway. Yes.
1: And this sort of thing seems to be much more prolific in multiplayer games, which is part of the reason i don't play those as much anymore like yeah. i used to in the early days of having a ps3 i i was always playing uh, online shooters um and i i just yeah i i don't have the patience for that type of gaming anymore and loot boxes are the worst thing
0: why what do you mean
1: why if i'm paying for something i want to know what i'm paying for don't don't pay. I'm not paying you for a fucking surprise.
0: What do you mean loot boxes?
1: Loot boxes. Well, you you know you pay, and then you get a mystery box, and it opens up, and you might get what you want, or you might get something else. You might get something that's worth loads. You might get something that's not
0: like FIFA packs. Yeah, got ya.
1: Yeah, they are they are the worst thing to happen to gaming, and are basically just gambling. Yeah, and. I think anyone that's that's been gaming long enough has got suckered into them at some point or another. Uh, I did with a, a Marvel online trading card game but you know like every month they'd release new cards and you could buy buy a pack for two ninety nine or whatever or you could buy 10 packs for however much hell. and and so you buy 10 packs and then you don't get what you want but you buy another ten, and you still don't get what you want. But now sunk cost fallacy sets in, and you think I've already spent this much on it. So if I don't get it now, then all that money's for nothing. So you buy another ten packs, and before you know it, you've spent fifty quid on a shitty mobile game. <laughs> <laughs> if and remember, your wife
0: shouting at you. And... Virtual,
1: a virtual card, not even a real card virtual card and it's the same with fifa like i don't play fifa just because i'm not interested in football but i know people who have spent hundreds and hundreds yeah i do on fifa packs and it just feels like the worst kind of social manipulation like everything that i've explained there about like sunken cost fallacy and gambling and like that's not by accident, but it's been engineered to make your brain tick in that way, to get you to spend more money.
0: Bastards.
1: Yeah, uh, which is why I tend to stick to you know single player, story based games. Um, yeah, which tend to have that less. Although you know sometimes they do still have, uh, they do still have extra, extra levels you can download and whatnot. Um, but while we're on gaming, I don't know if this came out just after... It feels like old news now. It might have been just after our last episode. Um, EA and Marvel have announced a multi-title collaboration. We knew that they were making Iron Man. Yeah. Already. Uh, but they've they've announced that they're, they're collaborating over more than that title. Um, An initial three games. They haven't announced what the other two are. There's an initial three games and it's the first one's gonna be Iron Man and there are two more undisclosed games to come out. I don't know if they're all gonna be single player like Iron Man is.
0: I'm just trying to think what games they could make that'd really go well.
1: I mean there's so many.
0: Shang Chi could be quite good.
1: Yeah, it could be a cool a cool open world fighter.
0: Like martial arts kind of thing, yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, there's there's so many and, you know, characters that that haven't had films yet characters that have been in films will probably do better there's a is that ea someone's making a captain america and black panther team up game
0: i've not heard of that
1: have you not i thought we would talked about it yeah there's there's a game where i think you can play as four characters and i think one's one's captain america and one must be like a soldier that fights alongside him, and then there's Black Panther, and I think Adora Malage. Okay. Uh, but it's obviously it's not T'Challa. Uh, and it's it's World War Two based, which I think looks really cool. I can't remember if that's EA that's doing that or if that's someone else. Uh, but yeah, it looks like Marvel are really
0: making a push into gaming. Um, and- I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. There's a lot of games in development at the minute. Like I've seen one that's a medieval zombie one. Okay. And it looks amazing. I think
1: there is there's a lot more people making games. There's a lot more independent games
0: now. Yeah. That that look really high quality. Um and all they're doing is like and I think it might be the start of the way to go. They're releasing betas for a while. Yeah. Like Tarkov, if you've heard of Escape from Tarkov. Yeah. Russ did the same. And then once it gets a lot of sport, they open it.
1: And Boulders Gate's been in beta for about twelve years? Don't talk to me
0: about that. <laughs> I swear <laughs> down, man. Don't get me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. No. I just go killing goblins. Um I think well, that's due to come out in next year, so while
1: we're talking about gaming, um, it sounds like DC are going to start to make a bit of a push into games
0: more. Okay.
1: Um, I don't know if you've got this bit of news. So, uh, Peter Safran and James Gunn, who we've previously talked yeah. about, have been made uh, their the heads of uh, DC films. Um, they've been talking about their plans. Peter Safran said. This was such a unique opportunity to tell one great overarching story, one big beautiful story across film, television, gaming, live action, and animation. Okay, that sounds intriguing.
0: So they're going to do what they're going to try and do what Marvel's doing in the timeline kind of thing. But it
1: sounds like it.
0: Multimedia.
1: It sounds like it. Yeah, Marvel, like I said, have started making games uh, that. You, the Spider-Man PS4 game was uh, massively critically acclaimed.
0: The second one's due to come out soon.
1: Yeah, people really seem to like Guardians of the Galaxy, although I've not played that yet.
0: No, I haven't.
1: Um, and they also had an Avengers game.
0: Let's not mention it.
1: Yeah, uh, but they—they they are all, you know, very separate from the MCU. Where it sounds like the DC stuff is all going to tie in together, which I've...
0: U- Ultimate Alliance
1: way oh, back man. in the
0: day. That was
1: yeah, such I've played... a good game. They brought out an Ultimate Alliance three.
0: Oh, I've seen two. Two were but, okay.
1: Yeah, we played two because that was back on like PS two. Yeah. Um, but they brought out Ultimate Alliance three, but I think it were on like Wii U or something. I didn't have.
0: That's such a weird thing to be on.
1: Um, I wonder if I can get it because I've got a Switch now. I wonder if I can get it on Switch. It might Maybe be on that. Switch. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I was thinking about this the other day, and it sounds really cool. But if your story. Not a gamer. Hm? if you're not a gamer well no i was thinking i was thinking if a story is going to cross over into gaming um if that is canon to the films does that limit what you can do in the games like imagine if in the in the spider-man films they were like well we can't use electro now because we used him in the game like is it going to limit the story of the films too much um, like I remember, like, the Amazing Spider-Man games were always, um, you know, they'd follow the story of the film but expand out and they'd yeah. add in all, all other villains and things. So you were fighting villain. I think in the Amazing Spider-Man 1 game, you'd fight Rhino, but then obviously Rhino's an enemy in Amazing Spider-Man 2. So it's just, you know, they, they can expand out from it, but it's not canon to the films. It's not going to influence. But if you're saying they are then, I, I like I said, I think that limits, puts unnecessary limits on your films, unless unless they're calling, you know, a multiverse one big story. Anyway, it was a probably a throwaway comment from Peter Safran that I'm digging way too much into, but I just thought his mention of gaming was interesting there. Yeah. In the same interview, James Gunn had said, uh, the opportunity to make DC as great as it can be, and it should be, that is the reason I'm doing this job, because I know that Peter and I can do that. Uh, we spent the last couple of days with a group of some of the best thinkers in the industry, the best writers in the industry, starting to map out that 8-10 to 10 year plan of what it's going to look like in theatre, in TV, animation, and across the board for these characters. So it's interesting James Gunn doesn't mention gaming. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, they've clearly got big plans for where they're gonna take D C.
0: be exciting to see where they take it.
1: I, I really hope that they can turn DC films around because they've been really disappointing for the most part.
0: Apart from apart from Batman, I just don't really like D C films.
1: Yeah, but you so what they've always lacked is that person like Marvel have got Kevin Feige, that person who really understands the characters. Yeah. And can say like no, someone someone to push back when uh, certain directors come along and say let's make Superman really dark and brooding, naming no names.
0: James Gunn's gonna t- turn around and be like fuck off.
1: So I yeah I I think James Gunn understands that that's not the character that Superman is. Yeah. Um and you know I'm not saying that he can't have emotions, but. He keep those as Clark Kent. Yeah. He Superman understands that he is a symbol to the world, and that he needs to be a certain way. Um. Any more gaming news?
0: No, I've got a bit of science. 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 Science, science Weekly. Um. So sticking to the theme where I keep going on f- small steps. The first transfusion of synthetic blood has taken place. Oh, I saw something about this. Which is really cool. Now, it is only a teaspoon or two that they've added into the mix, but it's the first important step because there has not been any rejections of it yet. Wow, that's
1: really good. A world where you don't have to rely on donors for, for blood in hospitals is uh it, you know was unthinkable a few years ago
0: yeah crazy but but now we're in the first important steps in the process um and hopefully because obviously there are some people with um rare blood diseases that need very yeah. frequent transfusions yeah um so i thought that was really cool and then the other one um i've got is astronomers have found the closest known black hole to earth they have said that there are probably ones closer, yeah but we they've found the closest known um it's about fifteen hundred light years away, yeah. so not actually that far in the grand scheme of things
1: you see the the problem with black holes right is the black, and the problem with space is that it's black, so how are you supposed to see them? <laughs> It's Little a diff- red dwarf joke it, for you there. It's a,
0: it's a different kind of black. <laughs> well, like um... Julek shades? <laughs> Space black, <laughs> black hole black. The James Webb Telescope has obviously doing big things and found it again, and they have dubbed it Gaia BH1.
1: Cool. Yeah, there seems to be uh, some new fantastic images from the James Webb Telescope, like weekly.
0: I think the interesting thing about this black hole, though, is it's not acting like most known black holes. So most known black holes, like, eat gas and matter and suck it in. This is the gas is forming as a disk around the black hole.
1: No, I think that's what happens. Like it, tend, it spirals in because it's being pulled in by gravity.
0: Like no, it's not moon. spiraling. It's like ringing around it, like, uh, like. But like Saturn's rings. Yeah. Like, you can see the other matter behind it that is circling into it. Yeah. But the dust is kind of gathering in like a, like orbiting it in a ring.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's that unusual, is it? I'm sure I've seen it's, that before.
0: Yeah, it is. But most black holes that we know of yeah. just absorb matter rather okay. than causing it to do that, which I just thought was cool.
1: While we're talking science, uh, it's a bit of a leap, but tech. Yeah. I feel like we need to talk about Twitter.
0: Okay, yeah. Let's because talk about
1: Twitter. Twitter has been absolutely mental <laughs> this last week. <laughs> since since Elon Musk has taken over, like Twitter does seem to be like in its death throes. Um but it has been so entertaining. <laughs> that I'm not even mad. But it but
0: it's fired 50% of its staff.
1: Yeah, so so Elon Musk has been firing loads of
0: staff. is has being on a purge.
1: And then they've realised that they've fired all the people who know how to do things, and so they've been trying to rehire them, apparently without much success. A lot of the executives at Twitter have quit of their own accord because they don't like what's happening to the company. Um, but what has been most entertaining is just what's happening on the actual...
0: Elon Musk's On the actual
1: site. No, no, so it's... So I know you don't use Twitter, but one of the big draws to Twitter, at least initially, is um, that interaction with with celebrities, with companies, with brands. Um, And that was a big part of what helped Twitter to grow in the first place, was that people could message famous people directly.
0: And sometimes they actually reply.
1: Yeah, like, I've had people reply to me. I've had uh, Jonathan Ross replied to me. Mick Foley, the wrestler, replied to me. As if. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, Danny John Jules, the cat from Red Dwarf. So, to help with that, because, you know, they knew that was their strength, they introduced a little verified tick. I've heard about this. The tick is there just to say... We've checked and this person is who they say they are or this company or this brand or whatever is who they say they are. Um, After a while, it started to become a bit of a status symbol. People having
0: ticks. Yeah, like these campaigns, when people get a big following, they end up being campaigns like, get them the blue tick. Look, they've got 12 million followers. So
1: Elon Musk has decided to start selling blue ticks, basically. Yeah. So if you pay $8 a month to sign up for the new service called Twitter Blue, that will get you a tick. No matter who you are, no matter if you're famous, no matter if you're an important or influential or recognisable person, and, most importantly, they don't check if you are who you say you are on your profile. They just give you a tick. The tick that is meant to say... This person is who they say they are.
0: They are verified.
1: You can just buy the tick. So, lots of people have been just creating throwaway accounts under famous people's names and companies' names and then buying a tick, which means you're now getting uh, Nintendo of America with a verified tick, posting a picture of Mario with his middle finger up.
0: (laughs) It's like, have you seen them ones where someone creates an account saying, like, customer service and changes the picture to say, like, McDonald's? Yes. And when someone's complaining, they come back like, fuck off, Jackie. Yeah. They, I love watching them. They're funny.
1: So the one I saw this morning, uh, which I, I think must have happened overnight, is someone set up an account as Eli Lilly, which is a company that... I think that their main income comes from the sale of insulin. Okay. And they sell it at massively inflated, gouging prices because they know that their customer base has no choice. So they're evil? Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, Someone's created an account in their name, got verified for a low, low cost of $8, and they tweeted... We are excited to announce Insulin is free now. Um, and shortly afterwards, their stock absolutely plummeted. <laughs> like, not just a little bit, like, nosedived. Um And, you know, I'm sure that after people realise that it's not really them, it will probably level back out. But, uh, yeah, it did initially at least cost billions
0: to to shareholders. So whoever made that is getting arrested? Well, I don't know. Like, is it illegal? I mean, it's technically fraud. Why is it fraud? Because you're impersonating someone you're not. I think the only... And then you cost them billions
1: of dollars. The only requirements that have been set out by Elon Musk himself, is that anybody who is uh making a parody account, it has to say parody in their profile. And so I'm not sure about about this uh, this account, but if it says parody in the profile, then they are making it clear that they are just a parody. And this has been happening to so many different people and companies. Um People have set up accounts as Rudy Giuliani, people have set up accounts as Valve, People, lots of people have set up accounts as Elon Musk, and all of them have a little blue tick next to their name, making it impossible to to, to just at a glance see who is real and who is not. If you click on the tick, it will pop up and tell you if they have the tick because they are actually verified or because they're signed up to Twitter Blue. But at first glance, there is no difference between the two ticks. Surely they
0: should have made the tick a different colour if you bought it.
1: Why do you need a tick? Make your name blue or something. If you need something to show that you've paid, I don't know why anyone would want to advertise that they're paying for Twitter. But if you need some, some sort of status symbol to show you've paid, make your name blue. You don't need the verified tick.
0: I'm verified on Twitter. Whoa, how many followers you got? Three?
1: Yeah, like, it, for years now, has been a symbol that this person is who they say they are.
0: And this, like, is someone worth knowing, in a way.
1: Oh, you know, this this is the official account of Nintendo. Yeah. Or whatever. But yeah, it Twitter has just gone absolutely mental in the past week.
0: The one good thing from it, though, is that Elon said that he's considering bringing Vine back.
1: What, what are you going to get from Vine that people don't already get from TikTok?
0: vine was just a different on a different level.
1: Uh, I, I try my best not to look at TikTok and Reels and stuff like that because once you start you just
0: you can't stop. You, you,
1: yeah, like once you some of you the start funniest looking...
0: things on there though.
1: No, I, like most of the time I'm looking through shit I'm not interested in like, and stuff that I hate but I'm like oh I need to see where this is going and then it goes nowhere. And I for fuck's sake because I've watched the, to the end of the video it thinks I like that now. That's in the algorithm. So it's going to show me more nonsense that I don't I like. I hate
0: that when, like, you're interested in a video and you're like, I actually want to see how this comes out, and then it ends before the outcome.
1: Right, so, yeah, so that's uh, that's where Twitter's going.
0: Nowhere, then.
1: Yeah, like, I would be surprised if it survives uh, under Elon Musk for, for too long. Um. So have you got any other news? Have you got any movie news? I don't think we've covered I, movies really I yet. haven't
0: got any movie news, you know.
1: You haven't got any movie news? Uh, oh. Well, there's a, a John Wick 4 trailer. Have you seen that?
0: I haven't watched the trailer yet, no. Um, I do Anna, know that Anna de Armas is meant to be in it.
1: Okay. Something I hope from this one is that there's a bit more story in it. Because yeah. John Wick 3, hardly... pause to take a breath it was just a giant gunfight yeah and i love i love the choreography in the john wick films i think it's great um but you know you need to you need to balance it out with at least some story uh yeah john wick 3 was pretty non-stop uh but yeah looking forward to john wick 4 the trailer looks interesting
0: it was like um hardcore henry
1: (laughs) hardcore henry was great
0: (laughs) just non-stop
1: yeah yeah so i went to see that at the cinema
0: i know i was there
1: Did you go with me? Yeah. I always thought we should do a 4D Hardcore Henry.
0: Oh, no, because I have someone throwing up on me. (laughs) 4D is fun, though. It's like you don't go if you want to enjoy a movie, though. You go just because you want to go to Alton Towers for cheap.
1: I've done a couple of films in 4D, but it's always been a second viewing.
0: I only did Batman versus Superman in it. And it was, I was just, it was insane, just getting thrown around.
1: Didn't we go to see one at Star Wars films in four D? I thought we. Oh, saw yeah, the we did. Force we went, Awakens.
0: We did, and that was actually so good because of like, like in the Force Awakens when the tentacle got gets chopped off and it squirts water. Yeah. Across your face. Like it, that's it, what it, I
1: remember of that screening as well.
0: It was great and <laughs> getting splattered
1: the, by tentacle juice. The, <laughs> the Some tentacle. people pay good money for that. I guess I we did. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> and the end scene where the ships flying acro- low across the ocean and you get like mist, like it is really good. Yeah, like some movies work really well with it.
1: Um, the other little bit of movie news that I've got is uh, Deadpool three. It is rumored, and like I said, I'm always a bit a bit dubious about reporting on rumors. Um, but I I feel like this is likely it is rumoured that Deadpool 3 has a big role for Owen Wilson as Morbius. Wow. Is it Morbius or Mobius? Mobius, isn't it? Mobius. Mobius. A
0: Mobius strip.
1: Yes. So, yeah, uh, because I I have said previously on the podcast that I'm expecting Deadpool 3 to be multiverse hopping, and...
0: That kind of confirms it, if that rumour's true.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, I would like to see more... More Mobius outside of Loki. Um, I, I assume we will be back for Loki series 2 as well, but...
0: Does that mean Loki's going to be in there somewhere? Make, might make a cameo?
1: I mean, it could be. Now, imagine if Deadpool 3 ends up being like really pivotal in
0: the, the multiverse saga. Yeah.
1: Do you think... It can't be, can't it? Because it's going to be R-rated, probably. And, yeah. They'd be excluding no, too like many feel... kids...
0: I feel like it could be, but I'm glad that they are kind of finally linking it in properly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's kind of it's in the MCU, but it's never been linked.
1: It's it's never been in the MCU before.
0: Well, it, I mean, it was it yeah, was in the
1: they, Fox universe before, and yeah, even there's, even there's, Fox were really wary about linking it in with their mainstream references. films.
0: They were references. There were references with yeah. like Thanos and things like that.
1: Yeah. So it so he said Thanos. Because it was Josh Brolin who played Thanos, Deadpool. The Deadpool rights were still with Fox. I mean, they're still with it yeah. but Fox hadn't been bought by Disney at that point, so he wasn't. It, he wasn't part of the MCU at that point because he also made DC references. He said, uh, "You're so dark. Are you sure you're not a DC character?"
0: I'm so excited for Deadpool three. I think it's going to be really good, especially now they can link it in. Yeah. I think it's going to be really, really good.
1: Yeah, there's so much fun stuff that you can do with Deadpool. That now that they've started to to introduce the multiverse, they could do whatever without without worrying about it it having bearing on the mainline uh, MCU. Like there's a a really fun Deadpool comic called Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, and Deadpool decides that because he's a comic book character he's going to end the comic book uh, so he, he starts off by killing the Fantastic Four and uh, from there goes around and kills every single superhero in the Marvel Universe
0: Is that um, how they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four? <laughs> it, cause yeah it, We've Not by him killing them, but just with Deadpool, because it's what did twenty twenty four they said?
1: Uh, No, twenty twenty five. But yeah, so so there's that. There's also I think I think it's the same Deadpool as well. So the Deadpool kills Deadpool is uh, a version where Deadpool travels the multiverse, killing every other version of Deadpool that he can find. Um, I think until he gets to the 616 Deadpool, who kills him. Because obviously they're not going to kill off their main Deadpool. Um, But yeah, there's...
0: I'm excited about the dynamic between him and Wolverine.
1: Um, I've read some Deadpool comics where he basically has a sidekick called Headpool. and (laughs) Yeah, he is the version of Deadpool from the Marvel Zombies universe who got decapitated... Uh, transported to our universe, and uh, I, I think like started Is he just up... ahead. Yeah, he's just ahead, uh, but he he travelled with Deadpool for a while. So yeah, like so much fun nonsense that you can do with a character like that, and I really hope that they they have fun and play with with Deadpool uh, and use him to his full potential.
0: Yeah, I th- I'm, I am excited for it. I think it it. it... It could be really, really good.
1: Yeah, and I think both of the both of the Deadpool movies so far have been good. Obviously, yeah. one is better than two. I don't think. I don't know there's much I debate.
0: Think, I, I think the baby legs just make two.
1: Oh shit! That is funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
1: is really funny.
0: It's just oh, it's, when he's walking, like, because he's like his top half just wobbles.
1: Yeah, I only have have one other thing one other bit of news um it's a sad bit of news though it has been announced that kevin conroy has died uh age 66 um if you don't know who kevin conroy is he's basically been the voice of batman in just about everything since the early 90s so he started in batman the animated series and he carried on voicing batman uh, or bruce wayne in batman beyond since then he's done almost every different uh incarnation of uh animated batman uh he was in uh, in the recent killing joke animated film that they did he was in the flashpoint animated movie uh he was in batman versus robin i don't know if you saw that There's, there's a lot of good animated DC films uh, from recent years and he voices Batman in just about all of them he was also the voice of Batman in Injustice and Injustice 2 he was the voice of Batman in the Arkham games as well
0: he basically is Batman
1: um so yeah just about just about any non-live action version of Batman and then recently in the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover that CW did he uh finally got to be live action Batman. In an episode of Batwoman he appeared uh, as the Bruce Wayne of Earth ninety nine. Um so yeah, it's very sad that he's died. To a lot of people, he is Batman. Like if I if I imagine Batman's voice in my head, his is the voice that I hear. Uh not any of the live action Batman that we've seen uh to me he is just about the definitive version of the character. So, yeah, very sad. Kevin Conroy's died aged 66. Uh have you got
0: anything a bit more light-hearted after that? Um, no. You kind of <laughs> put that one on a fucking downer, didn't you? Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so...
1: Shall we do recommendations?
0: Da-da-da-da-da. This segment is the recommendations. There you go.
1: Okay so um to so, so to lighten the mood um I would like to recommend All Quiet on the Western Front which is a new film on Netflix it's the most recent I think it's like the third movie adaptation of the book All Quiet on the Western Front it's a German language film um about life in the trenches in World War 1 and really as all the best war films do really conveys the, the the horror of war and the squalor of life at that time in that place
0: are you um, okay do you need to talk
1: look it it's... you are like
0: on a lighter note <laughs>
1: yeah that was a joke <laughs> yeah look it was armistice day the other day and yeah. i do think it's important to remember just how how terrible war can be and it was it was a very impactful film and um yeah so some some of the scenes were really difficult to watch but yeah i i recommend it but you know maybe not if you're feeling low or maybe that's the time to watch it otherwise it's going <laughs> it's going to put you on a downer <laughs> but yeah like it's not it's one of those films where you know when it ends and
0: uh, you just sit there and, for a minute going ma-
1: fuck <laughs> I said to my wife, like, oh, well, I enjoyed that. And then i like, well, maybe enjoyed is the wrong word, actually. Like, it's it's definitely a good film, but I feel like you're not meant to enjoy those films. You're meant to be horrified through them, which, yeah. You appreciated it, it. It accomplished. Yeah, I did. So what I've been watching is Stargate SG-1.
0: Classic.
1: Yep. Yeah. And I'm about to start Stargate Atlantis as well because I've just got to that point in the story. Um, yeah, so this is why I've not been watching Andor, because I've been too busy watching old episodes of Stargate. <laughs> but yeah, and like I said earlier, I've watched a few episodes of uh, Tales of the Jedi, which, from what I've seen, is really good.
0: Have you watched The really Peripheral
1: yet? No, I've not. I've not watched I peripheral. recommend
0: a show and you don't watch it.
1: You've not watched anything I've recommended? Have you watched uh, The Devil's Hour yet? No. Have you watched Kunk on Earth yet? Well then, <laughs> maybe we should do a thing where... It, we, we watch what each other recommends and then discuss it on the next episode maybe so okay you watch all quiet on the western front bastard. okay i want to
0: like, watch all quiet on the western front because i do like wartime movies and i do like the impact that they they have
1: yeah um it is dubbed by default on netflix as all foreign language uh yeah. programs are um but you know if possible i know not everyone finds it easy to to watch films with subtitles but if possible i'd recommend putting the subtitles on because it is it it's odd to watch this very german point of view of world war one uh with with very british accent like they don't even it i think it would be fine if they spoke in english with a strong german accent but they don't (laughs) it is just english accents through it which um is weird um, but yeah, that's uh, that's my recommendation. Uh, playing, uh, like the last few times you've asked me, I've still been playing Final Fantasy X. Okay. But this morning, just before we started recording, I've platinumed Final Fantasy X. So I will be moving on, probably to uh, the new God of War. Well done. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take a bow. Oh, and my other recommendation, um, sorry, is the Sandman. Audiobooks, like I said, I've just finished listening to Sandman Volume Three. Really enjoyed it. I don't know if there's any more Sandman story. I think, I think in the comics they did a lot of spin-offs. I think they did like you know Tales of the Endless or something. But so there's different stories about all the different uh, different members of the Endless. So uh, yeah, that's my other recommendation. If you're into audiobooks, is Sandman.
0: Okay, so I've been watching. I'm just on season two, but what I've started watching is White Collar.
1: Never heard of it.
0: No? So it's got Matt's bomber, boomer, bomber. Go see. He was in Will and Grace.
1: I've just Googled him, that's Henry Cavill.
0: He does look very much like Henry Cavill. He was in The Magnificent Seven.
1: Oh, this is an old show.
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, I've
1: just googled it. twenty two thousand and nine it started and ran till yeah. twenty fourteen.
0: So I'm just on the second season now.
1: I know where I recognise him from. He's in Echoes. I watched Echoes yes, on Netflix. Yes,
0: he is. He is. Yeah. Um, he's really good. Um, also Tim Decay. Um, is in there as like the, join. Main actor. Um, he was in Lucifer.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, for a couple of episodes. He's um, not been in much. Only the other thing that he was like in for quite a while um, was Carnival, which I've never actually watched. He was also in My Name is Earl.
1: I'm going to put a little uh, tune in after you say My Name is Earl.
0: Please do. Please <laughs> do.
1: And then this conversation of us discussing it as well. Yeah, oh, I love My Name Is Elle. We should do an episode on My Name we, Is Elle.
0: <laughs> we should. It's so good. Um, also, my future wife is in it. Briefly, very briefly, scenes here and there. She, I think, she does have a. Bigger Was it part. set in a farm? Wow, <laughs> wow. Um, I think she's got bigger parts in the later on series, but Alexandra Dardario Okay. Um, is in it. Willie Garson's in it if you know yeah. who that is. Um, really funny. He's one of the voices on Big Mouth as well. Um, but it is really good. It's essentially about a ex-con that gets recruited to be an FBI consultant. Okay. Uh, he, was, he was like a forger, an art thief sort of thing. So it's really good and it's really clever. And it is, I, I've been enjoying it. Uh, my recommendation, if you like that sort of thing, obviously white collar, but my recommendation is still, it's got to be peripherals for you to watch is going to be peripherals
1: yeah I, I do want to give it a go um i was put off because i, I saw a few people uh in, in a like a nerds facebook group that i mean saying that they, they've been watching it and like they they've kept watching it even though they're not sure if they actually like it or if they just want to know what's going on so that kind of put me off
0: Well I think that's still my recommendation, that or white colour.
1: Yeah. I started watching The Bear the other day on Disney Plus. Okay. And I really enjoyed episode one. Um we didn't watch any more so it's set it's set in a kitchen. Um which, you know, we we've both worked in kitchens, um, and you know how how cramped they often are and how loud they often are. Yeah. And you really get that sense from it. Like, it feels like a cramped show with everyone shouting at each other. Threatening and to stab each other. And... My my wife didn't like that, so we didn't watch episode two, but I'm going to watch episode two on my own at some point.
0: I don't know how I ever deal with li- uh, working in kitchens.
1: Yeah, it is. The it is, that, like, Just... like, like, watching that, I was like, oh my God, like, whoever's made this has experience of this kind of job. Like, this is, it feels so... Accurate, but a bit more American. Yeah, I, I I never saw a gun in the kitchen I worked in.
0: <laughs> I did. <laughs> Genuinely, I did.
1: You worked in a kitchen in America, Ben.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, I saw a gun or two. Um, and then gaming, I've I'm still just playing Modern Warfare Two. Um, I'm excited for Warzone Two to come out on the 16th, so I'll probably talk a little bit about that next episode i know we are planning a gaming orientators episode
1: yeah yeah with Um, a, a couple of guests maybe
0: yeah so have a couple of guests on there which will be exciting for you lot listening um you'll be able to see that we are clearly the funniest people um but no i that's what i've been playing so we'll comment more on it when we get to the gaming episode um but anything else so that's it from us today and our news episode. I hope you've all enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch, you can email notnpod at gmail.com or messages on Twitter at News of the nerd. Remember, we always love to hear about what you've been watching or playing. If you want to send us your recommendations, um, that would be great because we always like recommendations. Subscribe, review... Tell your friends, tell your mum, tell your boss.
1: Why are you obsessed with people telling their mum about the podcast? Why do you just want mums listening to this?
0: Why do you think I want mums listening? (laughs) Um, But no, seriously, obviously, we appreciate anyone that listens. If you do want to rate us, follow us on any of the streaming services, that would be awesome. Leave us reviews, that sort of thing. Um, Get in touch because that helps us. And yeah, just spread the word of the nerd. Um, but no, that is it from me.
1: Ben just clicked his <laughs> fingers and, like, pointed at the camera. And, like, he forgot that this is an audio medium.
0: <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I'm pointing at you because you need to finish the sentence going, I say, and that's all from me. And you go, and that's all from me.
1: Yeah, but I've never done it. I know what no. you want me to do, and no, I've, never, I I've never complied.
0: So that's all from me. Goodbye. You prick. Goodbye. Henry Cavill is a big fan. Henry what? Henry Cavill.
1: Henry Co- uh, Cavill. Henry. Henry Cavill. Henry
0: Cavill. <laughs> That's Death in outtakes.